I know 2022 is a big year, but I think in 2022, people are really started ready to like make some changes and really get going. Looking at historical trends and kind of anticipating on what's important coming up the next year is going to be really important. All right, everyone. Welcome to Tech Talk with Darius. We have a special one for you today. Joining is Eric Von Lindenberg. He is a part of Axoff, part of the Strategic Accounts Group, and we're going to talk a little bit about planning for 2022, how you can start the next year strong by using Mobile Workforce Plus and the platform that Axoff delivers. But Eric, can you just uh, tell the listeners, the viewers, a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So like you said, my name is Eric von Lindenberg. Uh, I've been working for Axoff for just over nine years now. I uh, worked in various parts of the company uh, from tech support, and now I'm here as a strategic account manager. So uh, essentially your account advisor. So my job is, you know, to ensure that, you know, they're able to get the most out of the software that they can and to help, you know, businesses plan and empower their business through mobile re- resource management. So understanding what that means for different companies is going to mean different things, uh, of course. But when we kind of look at, at how you can get ready for 2020. Too, because this year is nearly done. We're just a few weeks away from the new year at the time of recording. And yeah. for different companies, there's going to be different things they're thinking about. For HVAC companies, they're going to have to deal with uh, a, a number of requests coming in for uh, fixing the heater that's been fired up for the first time. Electric companies, they're seeing a, a lot going on with uh, with new, um, whether it's from installs or, or just uh, figuring out some of the, the, the customer projects they have. Um, what, whatever it is, a lot of these field service companies are going to have different things are focused on as a lot of the the year is done and it's now time to plan for next year. So with all these things in mind, for our field service companies, yeah. just from what you've seen, what is kind of the, the main thing that these types of companies are planning for and are, and are thinking around this time of year? So, um, you know, obviously, with especially with HVAC and field service, you know, things throughout the year change depending on the seasons, you know, so obviously in the winter, people want to make sure that their heat is working and in the summer, their AC is working and things like that. Uh, but we also have sort of a change coming just because of the way the past two years have been kind of crazy uh, with everything going on. So I know 2022 is a big year, you know, um, you know, 2021 was kind of moving slowly but i think in 2022 people are really started uh ready to like make some changes and really get going so i think that you know looking at historical trends and kind of anticipating on what's important coming up the next year is going to be really important uh i anticipate you know a lot of things for my customers like a lot more on-site visits um you know so you might want to keep track of a lot of those things as your guys are spending more time out in the field and maybe at customer locations So a great way to do that is with uh, wireless forms. So you can, you know, use that for all kinds of different things from, you know, contact tracing while out in the field. You can record business expenses while traveling or even just, you know, maybe record and uncover business opportunities and report that back to the office. So kind of an example of that, uh, one of my customers is a maintenance company and they work all over, you know, Southern California and the area. And they use the wireless forms to ensure that their employees are safe when they go to work in regards to PPE information. So every time that they clock in and out, essentially it ensures that they have all the correct gloves and masks and everything that they need to do their job, you know, properly and safely. So they're able to really kind of get a good overview of, you know, ensure that that's happening. 
And, and when we we look at, at the different forms that are being used, especially when it comes to something like um, like you mentioned, a great example with PPE. Um, we understand the world is changing constantly uh, because of COVID nineteen yeah. and, and the different uh, safety checks that companies will have to do. Is this a good time of year to kind of run through whether it's a company that's already using digital forms or in wireless forms or if it's a company that just has a bunch of paper forms? Is this a good time of year to kind of take a look and, and do an audit of all of the different forms that are in circulation? Is this the, the time of year to, to kind of do that uh, type planning? Yeah, definitely. For sure. I mean, as you guys know, you know, everyone's getting ready for Christmas and, you know, holidays and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, things kind of slow down, but that's a great time to take an opportunity, you know, in that lag time, if you have it to kind of prepare for the new year so that once you come back for new years, you know, you're ready to go full steam ahead. So you can really, you know, get in there and make sure that you're totally ready for everything coming in the new year, um, especially in regards to uh, the supply chain interruption. You know, I know some things are, you know, have a little bit more lag time in their response and getting them to your business, whether it's a vehicle or an asset or something like that. So planning ahead, you know, is of utmost importance at this time. Um, so essentially you can create these sort of data collection modules um, and forms and it's really easy to do in the mobile workforce system to where if you have sort of a paper form and you're trying to convert that into wireless, it's as easy as dragging and dropping. So you can choose whatever sort of field that you'd like, a drop down, a camera field, a signature, anything like that. And it's as easy as dragging and dropping it in there. Mm -hmm. um, so you can do that to create a custom field, no problem, or excuse me, a custom form. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So essentially the industries, um, we do have the option, you know, if you don't want to be, you know, putting together your form piece by piece, uh, we do have this really cool f uh, form modules marketplace. Um, they are all included. So you have a list of a huge database of all kinds of different industry specific form modules that you'd able to just pick and choose right off the block there and start using it right then. Uh, so that's really kind of cool feature that you don't have to, you know, build your own expense form from scratch. You can go in there and we have, you know, pre-built ones for, you know, the education industry, the construction mm -hmm. industry, whatever you have in there. And it's already ready to go. And it, it actually is kind of good. I have my customers just to peruse through there, even if they're going to build a custom form, because oftentimes it, you know, sparks ideas and, and things that maybe they hadn't thought of before. And, and I know we didn't really um, touch on this too much in, in the preparation for this convo, but I am curious now, too, like when you have a customer who maybe comes in and they have some forms, but they don't necessarily know all the data they want to collect. Do you find that where you're suggesting them and pitching them on, hey, these are the customer or these are the forms that our other customers use? This could be helpful for you or we suggest using this. This will be a very helpful wireless form to, to get you through your normal workday. Definitely. Yeah, I think that, you know, people in a certain industry, sometimes they get kind of stuck doing what they've been doing, you mm -hmm. know, for some time, and they've probably been doing it because the guy before them was doing it. Right. So they oftentimes don't reanalyze that sort of system and, and, you know, optimize it for ideal efficiency. So it is really good to kind of go in there, like I was saying before, look in your industry and kind of look through and see what other people in the industry are doing. And maybe that'll give you an idea or something to kind of spark that to come out. 
Um, so that's always something that, you know, really kind of helpful. Well, at Axoff, we're all about efficiency. We're all about getting the job done, doing it well and, and doing what makes sense. Uh, and and when it comes to year end planning and coming up for the next year, it's nice to have all those data points that you get with the wireless forms. We can see the usage, we can see where the forms are being used, but, but when you have all those metrics in front of you on a screen, how do you translate that into working smarter rather than working harder. So what are some of the ways that you go through with your customers and and, and show them this is how we're going to get the most out of the platform. This is what you're doing. This is what you need to do now. Like how how do you make that, um, that pivot in the conversation? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, first off, obviously we want to, you know, identify what's the most, most important for you. I call those, you know, your needs, um, and then kind of separate those from the wants, because a lot of times the needs are what you're really focusing on. And obviously you want to make sure those are accomplished, but a lot of time those wants are things that maybe are outside of the bounds of reality with like a paper form, for example. Um, but when you can add, you know, the features of having a wireless form, obviously there's no paper there anymore, but you can have added benefits of, you know, taking a picture on the go, which you maybe couldn't do before. So I do like to, you know, identify those important needs with the customer. And then we kind of start step by step and identify any sort of potential, you know, extra things that could really enhance the usability, you know, you know, reduce the amount of time the workers in the field are, are, you know, on their phones and increase the amount of, you know, effectiveness of the data being collected. And the importance of that is that once you do end up, you know, collecting all of that extra informational data, it can pile up, you know, into a big pile. And it's kind of hard to sort through piece by piece, which you could do. But oftentimes I advise my customers to sort of really utilize the built-in dashboards within the system. These dashboards are able to simplify and condense all of that, you know, complex data points coming in from all those different directions and consolidate it into one section, into various charts and graphs and pie charts and things like that. They can really give you deeper insight into your business. So what I try to encourage my customers to do is to utilize these dashboards to get an overview of what's happening out in the field. So for example, you could look at like the timekeeping dashboard. I know we haven't talked about that too much, but you could see, you know, how many hours are being spent per employee per week, per month. This can really help you identify specific trends and outliers mm-hmm. that are important to make, you know, important business decisions for the future. So when so, you mentioned the, yeah, those outliers ahead. in the data, like how how do you take action from that though? When you when you have all the information in front of you, how do you how do you go to the next step to, to really see a return when, once the information yeah. is laid out there for you? So outliers can manifest in different ways, but essentially if you have a, you know, if you have a hundred employees or so, or, you know, however many you have, you may not notice if a few of them are doing something weird, but if you do see, you know, a, a bar, a bar, a bar graph or something like mm-hmm. that, it's very easy to see the one that, Oh, well, everyone else took this many hours to do the job. This guy's doing the same job. Why did it take him twice as much? So, Just last week, one of my customers uh, told me that he was sort of using it in this way and that he noticed that one of his drivers had to get his brakes changed every 15,000 miles where the rest of them had to get it changed every 30 on this heavy equipment. So he had to set up alerts in the system and pretty much identified the driver behavior for this specific driver because he noticed an outlier that, hey, everyone else is doing it this way. How come it's taking you this long? So maybe that employee needs, you know, 
guidance in how to work better, or maybe he needs to allocate more resources to give that guy more assistance. Um, so using these tools and kind of observing everything allows you to really optimize your business, focus on what's you know working really well, and fix the things that aren't working well. And when you have that information, you can, like you said, you can see what's working well. You really have a, a truer understanding of, of things that are, are happening with your business. Um, we, we've seen from a number of different use cases across AgSoft where companies have, uh, whether it's been seen um, one part of the business that's working really well or one, um, one customer base that they serve really well, we, we've seen how that type of information can be taken to really help drive revenue goals. Well, even it's something as simple as just, like you said, kind of catching someone in what they're doing that's not working. Do you have any other examples of that maybe where you have oh, yeah. a, a customer who saw that they had a manager who kind of was going off riff or, or, or maybe an employee who just wasn't really doing everything the way they needed to do properly and that they could kind of correct to, to really help drive more business and get things done better? Yeah, what, what I often find is that when we are in the initial stages of implementing so, a solution like this that gives you that sort of, you know, overview and oversight, we end up uncovering some sort of, I would call them strange circumstances, maybe, mm -hmm. that um, those outliers, you, wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't, yeah, those outliers where you wouldn't realize them and they could have been going on for years. So a few short examples here was uh, I worked with a pool company and they found out that a guy kept going back to the, the supply area after 6 p.m. after working hours and doing a little bit of snooping around. They found that this guy was actually stealing customers from his employer and doing off jobs using company resources. So they were able to very quickly put a stop to that. And they were really happy to realize that it was happening because they had no idea how long. I mean, this guy could have been doing that for who knows how many years. Um, another similar example that, that I kind of think about was we were observing, you know, these managers after the system had been in place for a, a short period of time. And, um, they came to me and were, were kind of wondering what's going on with these guys. We can't figure out what's happening. And, uh, essentially long story short, there were two landscaping managers. They were in charge of clocking in and out, you know, their employees underneath them and going and doing their jobs in various neighborhoods. What we uncovered through some GPS and, you know, some little snooping around, we were able to figure out that these actually the managers were convening every Wednesday and one manager would take the day off while the other manager would watch all of his guys and clock them in and make sure that they were doing well and they would switch off every other week. So you can you know, you can imagine how happy the you know person I was talking to realizing that, you know, these guys have been doing this again for who knows how long. <laughs> So yeah. things like that kind of happen. And, you know, sometimes you end up finding those bad apples that tend to, you know, tends to happen. But again, that's something you want to unco uncover sooner rather than later before it costs you a lot of money. Um, you can also save a lot of money. I had someone uh, just a month or two ago, they got in an accident and they, they were telling me how it's kind of notorious when they drive around these big trucks that if they get in any sort of accident, people tend to see the logo and the large truck and they mm -hmm. think, you know, dollar signs and lawsuit. So they had someone create a false claim against them saying that the driver was, you know, speeding much over the speed limit and all this other thing. We were able to reference the GPS data and prove that the driver was going the speed limit. So that was a really 
big saver for them because not only could the driver lose his license, but the business would obviously incur a great expense, you know, for something like that, that, you know, wasn't even their fault. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you, and you bring up a good point in, in the, some of the positive aspects, because I don't want to just give off the impression for, for anyone who's just learning about mobile resource management and mobile workforce management for the first time, that it's all about catching someone in the act or cutting out some redundancy. Like there are ways to promote good work ethic and to actually incentivize um, employees to, to use the software and to, to do the job better, which obviously makes it uh, better for them as well. Uh, I think we, we discussed it a little bit yesterday offline, but you had a few examples of how you communicate with customers to show them that they should actually incentivize their employees to use the software to really get the most out of it so they don't have to worry about trying to um, use that yeah that punishment uh, mentality, but instead uh, the the reward system to to show like what can be done. Yeah, exactly. In a positive so, sense. Yeah. a lot of my customers like to um, they like to obviously they're observing you know all the behavior out in the field and you know making sure everything's running efficiently. But in order to you know create a, a good working environment and also make sure that they're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing a lot of them will create sort of like a, a reward system to where the top three drivers every month with the least number of idle and driver behavior infractions, less speeding and things like that, they're rewarded with a gift card, you know, every month. So all of the drivers every month strive to have the least amount of infractions and the most positive things on their record. And that creates a positive environment while at the same time, they're still addressing the needs of that guy who, you know, he got an alert for speeding, you know, 20 times this month. They're still going to talk to that guy. But overall, everyone's striving to be the top. And yeah. so when you have that sort of thing, it, it really ends up working well for everyone. Yeah. And then, you know, in different scenarios, you might have someone who's a customer um, using this platform and their employees get paid per job they do. Well, if you're, you know, going through, don't have to fill out a bunch of long winded forms. Just a few taps on the phone, you get more jobs in. That's an incentive in itself for the end user as well. So did just kind of want to want to highlight that real quick. But let's now talk a little bit about more about what you can do from one individual and then scale it out across an entire company. Because when you have these larger industry level, um, excuse me, these larger enterprise level customers that you may deal with on a day to day basis, they have one end user who maybe doesn't necessarily understand what they're doing and how it impacts the larger business. But then obviously the operations manager, they're going to have a better understanding of that. When you have those kinds of um, those kinds of companies that you work with, what are some of the ways that they really hit on gathering information and, and how do they use that? To, to build what they want to do moving forward, whether or not it's the right time to scale the business or whether or not they need to implement something or they catch something that, that needs to be um, addressed. Like, like what are the, the things that those enterprise level companies are, are really looking for in the data sets? Um, essentially, you're really trying to, kind of like what we were talking about earlier, they're really trying to dive in and, you know, focus on where they're most efficient and most effective. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously the marketplace environment is constantly changing, especially with everything going on. So these businesses really need to adapt and, you know, make sure that they're, 
you know, using, you know, like I said before, you could look at the dashboards and things and see that, okay, well, maybe, you know, previous years, this category of our business, you know, we used to be maintenance, but now, you know, new orders are a lot higher. So maybe we need to focus our resources and attention into that section and maybe drop this service that we've been offering for a while, but it's just costing us money. So sort of all different dynamics of the business, whether it's, you know, the amount of hours your employees are spending in various locations or, you know, what services they're doing and how that's being collected, you know, continuing to optimize everything, especially, you know, with the the labor and supply shortage and things like that. You want to make sure that your business is as tidy and as efficient, as effective as possible. And really, that's what this mobile device management software is for, is to empower your business to be the best that it can. Have you ever seen that where a company will go in thinking we are an installer, but then they realize, no, we're a repairs company or or vice versa or something to that effect? Yeah, a lot of HVAC companies, people think that uh, HVAC companies are like they they make all their money, you know, selling um, new AC units Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I had a long discussion with one of my clients the other day, and he's telling me how a lot of it is based on warranty and service to where they they warranty these out for five years or 10 years, however many it is. And a lot of their business, you know, is pivoted off making sure that that's done efficiently and effectively and that those customers are happy and that they fulfill them. And then maybe they'll renew that service. So all the environments are kind of different and changing all the time, but, you know, making sure that you're efficient and effective makes you powerful. So. All right. Now you mentioned the word environment. I know it's not in the same use, but I'm going to actually go over and use a terrible segue into the environmental aspects of the software. So one thing that we do kind of think about when it comes to this time of year, end of the year, you start thinking about your future, the long future, 2050. That's the year that it's been kind of circled as when countries want to be carbon neutral. So when we look at some of the, the green benefits from the software, we've already kind of addressed the paper, cutting out paper and replacing that with the digital form. One of the other things that a lot of um, a, a lot of times we'll talk about is the fleet aspect and how we can reduce fuel emissions. Yes. I know I know I know you kind of have a lot of experience with that, with seeing yeah, how yeah. companies will will reduce idling simply by setting up alerts. But, but how yeah, how much can you really see that impact on the environment just by using the platform? Well, yeah, like you said, that's kind of twofold with a few different ways. So I'll just start with the GPS. Um, Essentially, you can't idle in certain states or certain locations. I think New York City is one of those. There's idle laws um, against, you know, school buses can't idle at a school for a certain number of time and things like that. So obviously you have legal implications for that, which would cost you money. But obviously it's bad for the environment. and You don't want to be running an engine when it doesn't need to be running. So like you kind of alluded to, you can set custom alerts to say, you know, after 10 minutes of idle, send an email or text message to this person or even let the driver know, hey, you need to turn off that vehicle. And what we've noticed or what I've noticed personally just implementing these is that just even before we even report on idling or anything like that, just telling the drivers that they're being monitored, we saw a 10 to 20 percent on average decrease in idle duration just from telling them that we're implementing this system and then you can imagine how much even further that was reduced when we were able to focus in on you know those certain individuals that maybe were spending a few hours the whole lunch hour with their engine running the whole Mm -hmm. time you know or things like that or you know when they're dropping off a package and they're doing a service 
you know, maybe they're leaving the truck on and things like that. So they're able to really tidy those up and save not only the environment and the emissions, also you have wear and tear on the vehicle, but you know, depending on the size of your vehicle, you could be running a half a gallon to a gallon an hour. And with gas prices nowadays, you know, that's, that's not cheap, not cheap at all. Not, not so, at all. Yeah. so that, that idle thing has so many different elements that can just save you money in so many different directions. Um, but at also we do have the wireless forms. So I'm sure you guys are familiar with using paper for so long. It really, you know, starts to pile up with everything going on. So from what I'm reading here is that one tree can produce up to 20,000 sheets of paper. So mobile workforce manager, you know, can save two trees a day, at least, you know, coming out and using all of that every day. It just, it's so much easier and effective and all the information just comes in accurately and it's all there and it's all legible and you don't ever have to use any paper at any time and it's all instant you know it's it's really the future i don't think anyone's ever going to go back to paper forms yeah and as far as you know year end planning it's always good to understand that you can save on the budget and by going green you can actually save paper save green you can save money by doing things that help out the environment so it just kind of seems like uh, like a no brainer from from that perspective right yeah, definitely. And one thing I didn't even think about before is people are always talking about, you know, saving the actual paper. But what about all the wasted money, you know, leasing that expensive laser copy machine? You're using all that ink that's not good for the environment either. It's just it's just tenfold, you know, all the different ways that it just kind of trickles down. Yeah. And especially, you know, where companies are located, like for you being out in California, you understand yeah. how much it is to to go to the pump and, and fill up on gas. Like that's oh, that's not yeah. cheap. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not cheap. So in any way that you can save, you know, with things like that, it's definitely going to help for sure. And I, I don't know if gas prices is going to be getting any cheaper, but I feel like gas and taxes, you know, it only goes up. It never goes down. So <laughs> always got to plan ahead for something like that. Yeah. And, and one one question I do kind of want to go back to just uh, just around that is this time of year um, when you're looking at. Um, something like even planning out your routes, uh, right? Yeah. Like that's something that makes a difference with extra traffic on the road with, um, with so much going on with the roadways, whether it's, uh, the weather or, or things of that nature. Can you, can you see that being something that could help a company, whether it's getting deliveries done quicker or, uh, transportation companies, uh, getting to, uh, where they need to be quicker. Can it just kind of help a company? by having that digital touch to, to get yeah. the job done a little bit quicker and make it easier for their customers. Yeah, yeah. So not only is everything more efficient, so you're not spending more time, you know, handwriting things, mm -hmm. sharpening your pencil and things like that. Um, but you are spending time, you know, doing your actual job out in the field. Um, you know, some customers don't, you know, they have data collection, but then they just use the GPS data alone to say, okay, well, he spent this many minutes at the job site. And so that's how much he's getting paid. And that's how much we're charging the customer for. And the employee didn't have to do anything. It was all automatically recorded. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the dispatching software that we have. So essentially you're able to dispatch out live orders in the field and you're able to see the status of those orders in real time. So there's so many different benefits that can help you in that. Um, for example, like uh, one of uh, 
one of my clients is a large news company. And if there's a big breaking story or something like that, they can know exactly where the, the closest news truck is. And they're able to dispatch out exactly what they want them to do, where they need to go. And they're able to very efficiently manage those resources. So with that order dispatching, you know, maybe not like news, but with some like a service like HVAC we were talking about, they're very easily able to plan out their day view the day on the calendar. So I know that you have those guys, like I was talking about warranty jobs. So maybe they're doing a, a routine service, you know, every Wednesday of every month for a certain person. Well, you also have people calling in, you know, that need, you know, emergency heat. My house is there. I have a baby. We need heat right away. And so with the calendar feature and the job dispatching, the dispatcher is able to easily see not only where that driver is, what jobs he has, what jobs he's doing, and what jobs he has for the day, what gap he has on his calendar. He's, she's not going to accidentally you know, put the dispatch order over the routine maintenance. Everything has its own space. And the driver out in the field, he just knows he's able to do his job one by one and everything goes in order. So something like that, you know, would just save you time in so many different ways. You know, the dispatcher doesn't have to call the guy and ask yeah. when he's available, ask where he's at, where are you going? You know, it just, it just keeps going from there. Yeah. It just all kind of, it all flows, but having that one, uh, that one point where everything goes in and all the information yeah. within the platform, easily viewable and yeah. it makes strategic decisions off of it. So, Eric, I mean, yeah, this has really been a, a solid conversation. I, I do want to, to ask, you know, as we begin to wrap up here, can you tell the viewers and listeners just about the white glove treatment, the concierge service across the customer experience teams from strategic accounts with you guys to tech support, professional services, just everything that comes in to being a part of working with Axoft and, and how much you really get out of being a part of the of the team yeah yeah and axoft is really you know a people company um we obviously we offer the software and that is you know the function of it but really what we want to do is is the people within the company that work with the clients and the customers to make sure that they fully understand the software and all of the tools that are in their toolbox so i like to tell my customers you know you don't always need every tool for every job but if you don't know what each tool is and how the tool works then you'll never know to use it when the problem comes up in the future so my job uh, as a, a strategic account advisor on the enterprise strategic level team is to give white glove treatment to those customers, ensuring that the transition to the system is as smooth as possible, but also that they fully grasp and concept, you know, and understand all of the different tools that they have available to them, and they know how to use those tools in the most effective way possible, and that allows them to empower their business in the best way that they can. So the white glove treatment is, you know, that extra level of support, not only making sure they understand how to use it, but they understand how to maybe modify their business practices to become more effective and to, you know, make sure that they can be the best that they can. And my job is essentially to make sure they can get the most out of the solution that's possible. And I'm also backed up by other great teams as well. So the tech support, technical support, they're available. Their average pickup time has been less than 30 seconds for as long as I've worked here. Um, so they're local and they're really great and effective if you need immediate assistance. And our professional services specializes on creating custom reports and forms and things like that. So if you have a huge laundry list of this complex thing that you need built, 
they're the people to do it for you. So in general, you know, we're here to help you. And, you know, if you ever need anything, that's what we're here for. So, you know, we're waiting to, to see how we can help you. Yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch, you've got the website right here uh, below us on screen, axoff.com forward slash MWP. We've also got the phone number there for you, 813-367-8854. Now, of course, anyone who's watching on YouTube Live, listeners on the podcast, if you're listening after the fact, uh, just go to the website, see how it works. You can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Spotify, or also just however you get podcasts if you just want to stay up to date on the latest episode of Tech Talk. Well, Eric, you've been fantastic. It's been great having you on, man. Thank you. And I really appreciate you taking out some time for this. Thanks so much, Darius. It was a pleasure. All right. This has been Tech Talk with Darius, and we will catch you next time. Thank you, everyone. Thanks.